can't get enough eye-popping, jaw-dropping, heart-stopping reality TV? Yeah! Then head to Hey You, home of reality on demand. Stream and download the latest episodes from shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and The Real Housewives, same day as the US. It's like a dream come true. Or binge old faves like The Simple Life and The Hills. That's hard. Hey You, reality on demand. Get the app to start your 30-day free trial and let the binge sesh begin. Okay, it's episode seven. It's episode seven of the Boy Town uh, podcast. We have a special guest who's here for a while before it goes to Mapland by an Oxlade. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is it? It's Boy George. It's come get us. <laughs> what a reveal! I don't even know if that's a shot. Um, <laughs> do you have the app on your phone? Sir? No, I do, but it takes too long to set up. Um, so you're just here before you go to just I want to go to Maplands. Maplands, by the way, not Mapland. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if it's Mapland, it sounds like more of an adventure. Yeah. We didn't know about Conkettis at the very end of the way of hearing it. Just hear it past that. Mapland for a moment. Just read them, not doing it. Just read the maps and go, fuck me, imagine walking there. I'll be some trek from there for your fitness. This is like, um, I was going to say this is like Jay-Z coming to be on the Kanye West track, but they did an entire album and studio tour together, so... Yeah. So yeah. following up this, we're going to be releasing <laughs> some new music. Yeah. Right so, yeah. get on. I'm hard as a motherfucker. I started writing um, an MC Beezer song about this whole storming thing, and I was real, like, getting real annoyed, like, and hitting my writer's block, and then I realised, like, I just stopped myself, like, I'm not a rapper. You know, I really got, I got into it, like, in the stuff. Was. That video Aaron put out the other day, Fast for you. We're like, let's write a poem, and then he paced up and down while I wrote, wrote a poem. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just kept going, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like a shit brick rhythm. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Dave, last week we were talking about you doing the Empire. Yeah. That gig has now happened. Mm-hmm. How did that go? How was it? Uh, yeah, good. It was a lie. It wasn't good at all. It was poor. Put it in the back of my mind, put it back again. Yeah, it was not a good shout out Dan Dobar for his photography yeah. that genuinely captured the moment. He, oh, did, yeah. he, he did capture one moment where it looked as though I was contemplating just <laughs> jumping off the stage and I breaking was, my neck and dying. Yeah, well, thanks. You could have heckled or something or come and just carry <laughs> <laughs> you off. Come on, to get another off there. That's what that photo looked like. He was just yeah. like it was, it was yeah that, that, that's a great photo I'm going yeah. to frame that and put it in my office and just you've had better days at the office haven't you I have, I have I what went wrong what didn't from the moment I, I'd written two new bits that I thought I can't wait to do these two new bits and then when I did them I wished I'd have just done more bits because it didn't go well yeah. at all um, I filmed it for him like I as you've seen by the 20 minutes before, when you got here, I don't know any technical stuff. Yeah. I filmed them on my 20 Go- minute selfie, was it? Filmed them on my <laughs> GoPro and about three minutes in, sort of thought, I could just stop. Yeah, he's not going to want to see this. I could just stop. No. There it is there. How many there gigs, how many gigs have you done the Empire? Uh, that's my fifth. Were any of them good? Yep, bar that. I was, oh, really? I was, I'd say half of mine were bad. I there. was being rather... I've done about 10 and one of them were decent no, and it was an yeah, open spot. Didn't like, they didn't like me. Just play like a random second of this with the sound up. I've got protection, mate. Listen to the atmosphere. <laughs> Cheers, man. Thank you, Phil. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. You know that when you say something like that, like, I think God's female, you normally get like all the girls being yeah. like, way and loving it. 
Absolutely yeah. nothing. Just so. staring at you. Ruth Curran, your friend. And it's just, 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 but it wasn't even. I was like, ha. Yeah, yeah. Ha. It's one of those rooms where it's, it's big and the sound is actually quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're like, <laughs> and then you hear your mouth smack or you breathe weird, and you're like, yeah. oh fuck. It's one of those ones where you you want to just almost go fuck this. I'm going hard enough this. Oh yeah, I, can't. I think you have to like acknowledge the fact that they're weird. Yeah, it was. It was not a. It wasn't a good. I get. I got heckled one night in there, and some guys are like, hey, some random shit, and I went, "What'd you say, mate?" And straight away, that guy who tells everyone he's like a hitman comes up behind him and goes, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, yeah. And the guy just didn't speak. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, what, what was that, mate? What? And then just nothing. It yeah. looked like I just stopped talking. and went, what? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Carry on. Um, I was going to say, there's two great guys here tonight. There's three great guys here tonight. Um, thanks to our efforts for charity. <laughs> charity yeah. gig on the fly, in the fly. So last... Um, Thursday, me and Aaron McCann were talking about the fact that there's no gig because, like anywhere else, you can just if you're comedians or whatever and you want to do a gig, you can pretty much any night of the week just go and do a spot somewhere. Yeah, but there's none available to us, so we so just, we just oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we just decided to remix. <laughs> we, just, we just decided to do our own on a day's notice, and we, I text the squad, the WhatsApp group, and quite literally everyone was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Oh yeah, it's like how I imagine Woodstock and stuff started. Everyone was yeah. like, "Yeah, we'll play if you organise it." Except for me, I was in a meeting at the time, and True. I didn't know what it was going so on. So right, there was like hundreds of messages being like, "Where will we do it? Yeah. What time will start? How much will we charge in?" I came out from this meeting and had like 160 something WhatsApp messages, and then one notification from Twitter saying Mickey Bartlett tagged you in a photo. I opened it and I was like, "I wonder if this is." And I see the gig and I read the date. It was the fuck I agreed to something that. I've forgotten about this massive gig. Like, nah, it's tonight. I was in a really bad mood after I said, but it, everyone was doing it for charity. Thought it'd be a good time to get back on the stage again and try and put <laughs> the empire out of my mind. So, yeah, it was, it was great. I enjoyed it. We got about just under 100 people in. I thought it was yeah, 80, but yeah. apparently it was closer to 100. Well, I mean, it's not a people, people sit and watch a comedy, it's not that big a. It doesn't take that many people to fill the yeah. room out, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So it looked great. But it was packed. We actually packed. haven't done anything for charity yet because I haven't get, taken the money to the sound community. I haven't collected it from and, the bar. And we're going to have to buy new mics now as well for yeah. the podcast. So, Shout yeah. out to the fly, but I think we should try and organise another charity one where it's like bringing on booze. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't we talk about doing four a year? And they, just on the day, text people will be like, fly hey, ones, God bless them, cleaned up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're like, do you want to do this every night of the week? Or yeah. yeah. Um, they're busy, busy. But we're talking about but you might. Yeah, well, I'm interested in it. Sounds like it, looks, it looks good anyway. The photos don't look good, but the yeah. brick wall, yeah. but a real nightclub. But it is, the, like I was saying, we were sort of complaining there's not a great deal of gigs to do. You know, it's not a great deal of fun gigs, certainly. So maybe for something else, it's a slightly different. It's an amount that, like, when you're stand up and you see bricks, like brickwork, oh, yeah. at some some spot that just oh, yeah. like you associate that with American companies. places put up brick wallpaper, yeah, yeah, just to get that vibe. See, in terms of layout. It's a very similar layout, although it's not ideal for comedy, but to the comedy cellar. Like it's not mm-hmm. a good it's not a good layout for comedy. You go, if you went into the comedy cellar and go Where is that? New York? In New York you go it's a good you go nuts bollocks because the stage is just out of wall and people are like the right it's very tight, it's yeah. just narrow, short and uh like yeah, if you're talking to the audience you have to almost scan the whole way around. It works better, but like the stand in Glasgow's like yeah. that too, where it's it's shallow and wide. Yeah. 
I like that. I thought it was well, good. The gig went brilliant, but you came me left home and you were <laughs> not a happy moment. No, you were up too long, weren't you? you were he was fuming. I caught it. I vlogged. <laughs> There'll be a vlog up tonight because sweet. It was like three gig. It took ages to upload. Gosh. And I caught him like, and you you would be mistaken to think you were like you'd had a few drinks, but you were like. Mickey, you've done two hours, 35 minutes. Yeah, a and I'm then you're like, get off the, I need to go to bed. And then you walked away and then he came back and you're like, and Kieran, if you do longer than 10 fucking minutes, I swear to God. The Bartlett boys were very bold and Aaron yeah. McCann was very bold. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to, he, he, sorry, he came over to me, you know, halfway through someone said he'd be like, it's 29 minutes. <laughs> like ex- the exact minute. Because again, oh, yeah. those, those recordings. Oh, I had to wait so, to the end to sort the money, Dave. I'll meet you in the car. Well, Kieran, I, Kieran I think, was like, oh, well, everyone's doing spots like a regular comedy night. I'm the headliner, and I do 40, Yeah, like every other comedy Kieran night. broke down and explained every bit that he was talking about. <laughs> you know, he would splinter off into, like, loads of different bits of it. Uh, but it was a good night. Yeah. But it was just unfortunate. It was just one of those ones where, like, people were waiting <clears throat> to leave at the end. Oh, yeah. So, but if everyone had it just done... I actually caught, whatever, caught a bit of that video whenever Mickey got on stage. He's like, thanks very much, everybody. And just yeah. people were away. Like, like, I must, I must say, credit, have time to sign any dicks. Credit to the guys who were on in the first half. You made they time stuck That's the us. Time. That's us. <laughs> they one hour from nine o'clock. Those boys went on. Did what did you sets. say? The first half was an hour, and the second half was two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was one, and then and then Darren Darren Matthews was doing sound that night, and we thought that's fair enough. Cheers for him for doing sound. Then he came down and he's like, I'm doing a set. I was like, funny one. And when he actually went up, I was like, I fucking want to kill him at this stage. And then yeah, there was yeah. still Mickey again and Kieran going. So I, I was, I didn't have dinner that night. You know, he put he up a status on Facebook before he asked, saying something like, uh, I, I'm asking Shane Todd if I can do a spot of this gig. It's a bit like something to do with like, because he's doing the sound, like bringing a football <coughs> and like then going in for your dinner, bringing a ball with you. It was a very long way of like, uh, ask him to do a spot but like what was going to say like he, he came to do the sound and DJ he's lucky you were running at that, that stage because when he came to me I'd hit him yeah and I wasn't a good place yeah I didn't know where Sid either so I was tired and I just swore back and all because hauling 28 stone or whatever the fuck I am or whatever the fuck I am I'm glad I'm glad you let it slip uh, when we, you, we were walking out like getting those photos out the back and you were like sure I'm only down to I'll, I'll, I'll keep it to myself you're like I'm only down to this or whatever and I was like I knew it because every time before I fucking changed but you know, you're like you're calling don't you hit me in 18 stone you know? and I was like this is Mitch I'm fucking heavy in 18 stone but I like I What's dream. it like being 17 and a half? I dream about that. Can we say the thing? It's okay if you don't want to. Mm. The, <laughs> the jeans. What? The jeans. What jeans? What you get your jeans? Oh yeah, I know that's what. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It's okay I, if you know I, it's okay. I'll okay. point to the camera It's okay again. if you know it's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> <The> motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's um, ridiculous. It's a bit like... <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's weird. But like me going to like fucking the time you met Stevie Ferris, like, where do you get your jumpers? Because we're both XL. And he's like, we're both two different types of double XL. I said, and I'm, all I'm saying is at least the inches that I have an extra length of the leg, you have around the waist. So fuck off. It's a different fit. But <laughs> stop about that. Fuck, I'm so pissed off today again. Jesus. I called around his house at about, at about six o'clock today and he answered the door. And uh, he looked like Sam, what's wrong with you? He goes, 
Ah, uh, politics. Semi <laughs> <laughs> serious. What the Coldplay song? <laughs> He's definitely writing music tonight. It was not a good move, but I'm now. I'm cheered up now. It's yeah, better yeah, yeah. until you reminded me of the Empire and the jeans. Whatever the fuck else. Next, I've never done a good gig in the Empire. I thought. Here's the worst one. one. Shout out to Kieran. He's getting the tag today. <laughs> but he fucking Kieran was emceeing it one night. Yeah. And uh, you, know, jeans, yes. you, you can barely hear from the back, you know. Yeah. You're sitting waiting for like Colin Murphy or something, yeah. and you hear the cheer and you go on. I was just, you can vaguely hear, like, that's Kieran just talking away, blah blah blah, 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 blah. and then I'm just waiting. And then he appeared at the fucking door, and I was like, What? And he's like, I go ahead, mate. And I, by the you know, he just <laughs> said my name, and then they did a bit of a clap, and it's it's quite a hike up the steps yeah, and yeah. across the stage. So I could hear like like myself walking to the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. The first time I did the Empire was my third or fourth gig ever, and Jason Burton was headlining, so it was Botanic. Yeah. It was just packed, mm-hmm. full line outside. And Colin Murphy called me on, and I was so nervous that I, you know, yeah, it's like five stairs on the way up. Yeah. I clipped the top Real stair. Real steep steps. I clipped the top stair Spider and had to run. turn it into a run. So it looked like everyone was like, fuck this boy's king. I literally like ran on the stage to grab the mic. I had a, I had a good one, but my mouth was so dry. And my dad, my dad was there to watch it. He's there. That's right. My dad was standing front middle. I said like, don't let me see you if you're at the gig. You'll put me off. Bang in the middle, right? And at the front of the stage? Yeah. No, like, two, two say, say, say like halfway down. But because I had a real dry mouth, you know, you could hear it. Yeah. Right? But my dad Slapping about. was trying to show me, like, like <laughs> wet your lips. So I looked out. <laughs> so I looked out. My dad was just going. <laughs> like, I had a real weird picture found. <laughs> LL Cool <Kojin, so. laughs> What was the tip I heard? You're supposed to, like, bite your tongue or something? Yeah. Is Arm McCann needs to do that. Oh, he's he's no shortage of moisture in that fucking <laughs> no, but he he does he thing. doesn't do it as much anymore. He used to do that a lot. Like he, he like pokes his uh, yeah, like the blowjob sound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it is. He's just, just the most insane. Insane. Maybe he's just backing up the thing like <laughs> the joke one funny. Pretend to suck dicks is. Um, my dicks could he get in his mouth? Like a jar of fucking hot dogs. I don't know if he has a big mouth as such. It's just but if you head. put his mouth right on his head, oh, you could, you could, yeah, you could fire um, Speaking of sucking dicks, I'm going to Vegas. Right, okay. As it stands, I'm going to the front and fight next Saturday. Okay. Which will be good. Ticket? to Vegas. Tickets? Not... You can get tickets for like 50 quid. Yeah, it's probably. It's but probably it's all going seller, to Vegas. Is it? Yeah, because uh, yeah, this is his third fight in America now. <sighs> and he's won them all, so. It'll, it'll sell, yeah. It'll sell, it'll sell it. Yeah. I presume. Where is it? Still the venue? MGM Grand. Garden Arena. Maybe we it's put on that gig. We put that gig on on the fly. At short notice, maybe right. I just go listen in he's, the foyer the beforehand. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe it's doing a fight. Can you do a Frampton? Because it's like it's it's like as thick uh, an accent as you can get, but very well spoken. It's you know like he doesn't open his mouth much or something. He just kind of like, oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What was it he said? He said something. He's like, I don't want to talk about it because I'll just it'll look bad because I'll get angry. <laughs> and I was like, fair play. <laughs> Fair play, he's the composure to be. He's not like McGregor, like, yeah, no, no, like no, losing no. his mind. He's like, nah, I don't want to. He's like a wee tiny hulk. Yeah. <laughs> what but a he, fucking leg when I'm in. He, he did one. I don't know who he was fighting. It was, it was, a, it was just maybe before he won. Who was he won the world title off? Santa Cruz. Is it, is it not no, Santa Cruz? No, no, when he won his, his, his first title. Because he went up in a weight the night of fight Santa Cruz. But it was 
so I also was Kiko Martinez maybe. Right, yeah. I was yeah, fighting yeah. him in, in the The Kickster. In the uh the what the Titanic down there and someone had said something like uh, like you got knocked out. So you've been sure you got knocked out in your last fight, and it's the only time I've ever seen him lose. He goes, I never even fucking knocked out my life. What are you saying, me? Kiko, was Martinez, was Martinez the guy that said to him, You were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, yeah. you're from Tiger's Bay? Yeah, no, he goes, You born with a silver spoon. You're like, Mate, I'm not fucking, I'm from Tiger's Bay. Fuck off. Yeah. And he's like, Sorry, yeah, mate. I'm from TV. Yeah, yeah, I'm from yeah. TV, mate. My mom, in fact, used to work in a. He's just borrowed from him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> still not as we shorts, but <laughs> you know, she used to be hairdresser in, in uh, Tiger's Bay. Yeah, oh yeah, I used to hairdresser in Tiger's I used to roam the streets. Did Tiger she Bay. cut? Did she cut from her? Speaking of haircuts, I got my head shaved last week, and uh, looks good. When I went to the barber, I go on three minutes, guys. But right. right, okay. I'm I went sure to, to, to the size of fine, bro. Holy <laughs> shit! I went to. Uh, a wee, a wee <laughs> <sweat>. <laughs> I went to a barber's Always in Europa and walked in and sat down and the woman was like uh, in the Europa Metro mate good call so I went in and said can I have a tool over and she goes uh, do you want me to keep the fringe that's, that's or take true. it off and I was like nah just, just go with the fringe like, imagine like one of those <laughs> 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 you know what spider legs just yeah. like What's imagine, imagine I just had a thought when I went in. I was like, actually, you know what? I've never had that before. Go for it. it might <laughs> yeah. look good. See, just before Colin goes, why don't you hit him with uh, a couple of quacks? A couple of quacks. That haircut is like, how do I tell people <laughs> yeah. that I definitely have drugs for sale? <laughs> Should I go the for The French jailed in the drugs. For, meanwhile, Jonah Lomo does it. Fair play. He did. But well, look what happened to him, so don't fucking get it. <laughs> it doesn't work out. Do you want me to give four, four quacks today? Okay. Two of them are amazing, I think, and two of them are all right. Do you want a good one or a... It depends. Do you want to get rid of the all right ones or me? Right, okay. I'll use one of the good ones. I'll give you two, a good and a bad. How's that? Okay. Right. The voices returned to our TV screens recently, and the new judging panel of Will, with a new judging panel of Will I Am, Jennifer Hudson, Tom Jones, and Gavin Rossdale. Social media has been popping off with people questioning who exactly is Gavin Rossdale. Yes. Well, let me enlighten that you. That was my question. <laughs> Gavin Rossdale was the lead singer of British rock band Bush, but yeah. I'm sure you'll all agree he's more famous for his personal life, in particular for having uh, spent time in the 80s with pop phenomenon Marlon as his personal muse. Sadly, Gavin is what the French would call un bastard de stupide, which translates <laughs> into English as a stupid bastard, and split up with Marlon in order to get married to Gwen Stefani. Do you know who Marlon is? Fuck no. <laughs> Do you know who Marlon is when he does this? <laughs> just, just Marlon? Just Marlon. Not Marlon fucking. No, just straight up Marlon. <laughs> yeah, Marlon singer. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Marlon isn't exactly a woman. There's Marlon <laughs> there. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. You know this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Met Marlon. Right? So... That doesn't look unlike you if you threw a bit of fucking. It's <laughs> the best compliment anyone's paid me in my life. A wee bit of fucking. Uh, wee extensions in your, in your wee hair. But Gavin Rossdale left Marilyn to get married to Gwen Stefani. Idiot. Sometimes in life you question whether or not there is a God or indeed a higher power. Faith has, however, been restored as Gavin and Gwen have divorced and now Gavin is back where he belongs with Marilyn in his duplex, chained to a radiator, naked. But have you ever had a messy breakup? <laughs> <laughs> um, we all have nothing too bad like nothing too no bad. one's ever like thank you yeah. I'll see you later <laughs> right so um, hold so on I'm gonna uh oh 
Will I get mine just while we're on similar things? Sure. Gavin Rosdale used to fuck the shit out of the Singer Marilyn in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> but will Tiger Woods ever win another major? <laughs> I think he's got one of them. Yeah. I think one, just yeah. because it's a good story and will make a good movie. Okay. And there's not enough black people in Hollywood. That's so true. That's true. Tiger Woods needs to win. He's the fucking Coke Zero of black. Yeah, women. 100%. Don't my good one? Yeah. Right. Google him with top off and check, check out Tiger Woods' nips. I think this is fake though, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Because Nick Jonas went around <clears> yeah. the internet for a while having nipples this and size. Trust me. Trust me. Nick's nipples are totally normal. Trust me. Um, Beaut nips. Here, Tiger. That's weird. What in the fuck? There he is on the cover of Vanity Fair. Looking like a right dick puller, isn't and his it? nipples are sweet. Yeah, looks he like looks like he was a bit fat. He looks like the sassiest burglar I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. The phrase Chinese whispers was coined in the late 18th century after a Chinese boy named Pang spread false <laughs> spread false rumours around his village. That's not even a Chinese name. <laughs> spread false rumours around his village that his uncle could shite gold. Many villagers gathered in a long line outside Pang's uncle's hut to collect their free gold. It quickly became apparent, however, that Pang's uncle could not excrete gold when he squatted over the hands of the first excited villager and proceeded to poo out legit human feces into the villager's <laughs> Granted, his poo was slightly golden in colour. This, however, was due to an absence of bile salts as opposed to the presence of actual gold. But what's the biggest lie you've ever told that you've made somebody believe? <laughs> I'll kind of point you towards this one you told me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. so, it's a real random lie, nothing to it. <laughs> me, we were talking about like what Northern Irish comedians are at the fringe when we were in Edinburgh last year, and me and McCann said, "Let's just convince Dave that Tim McGarry has a show at the fringe." <laughs> nothing more to it. And Dave was like, "Do we year We were like, "Oh, Tim McGarry's doing a show in the st- like stand four at half 12 And Dave was like, "Is I haven't seen him about?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah." We just kept the lie up the whole month. And it was but, just the weirdest. But what you lie. Didn't, didn't know? I just love the thought of him walking up the street like free Irish comedy, come today. Free Irish comedy. Don't come see we joke about the morning father. No call on it. But what you just don't know, right? I went to see Shirley right. and stuff, and I walked in to buy tickets. There's the girl who was selling them worked in the bar and I did my gig right. so I'd seen her every day at the gig and I was like oh what are you doing here he's like oh just selling a few tickets for a gig couple for Stuart Lee and I was like do you have any uh, <laughs> <laughs> one for Tim McGarry <laughs> oh Tim McGarry you know, he's from, from Belfast he's over doing a show <laughs> got on the internet and he's like nah he's not has he been he goes nah there's nothing here so I knew then and then Poe told me that it was all a big lie okay I'll do my last quack and then we'll, Poe told we'll me. let you leave I did hold him down in, ancient Aztecs believed that the key to life <coughs> is being sassy, fabulous, and cute. But how many keys Head do you carry? Station station <laughs> That's just give my address. Yeah. Be glad I, I opened that box in there and went back mild. So what is that question? How many keys do you carry? Keys? Yeah. Seven. Do you? Probably. What are you? Five. I already have three. What are your keys for? I have four. I got the keys. I have one for my dad's house, one for my mum's house, one for my car, and the other one the is for chastity belt. <laughs> Boy George's pad in the Riviera. It's not a swipe now. Why do you have seven? Front door. It's, it door. is when you get in. <laughs> I don't know what that means. 
Front door, back door. Yeah. Parents' house, front door, their back door. My chef. Why we keep your dad's back door? <laughs> no, it's only open door policy, man. And the other it's two, a barn door. The other two I don't know. Just there. Just press the, the bell and walk in. Do you know when you watch those old, old films or like old like kids' TV shows? You know, like they find a key in a forest and go, where the fuck this key from? Yeah. And it's like opens up a world. Like, you just go, where the fuck this key from? Oh my god, I got where the fuck this key come from, man? There come a time where I'll go, that's where that fucking key's from. I'll be able to use it. He does this thing where um, if he doesn't hear you, he says, which? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so he like, uh, Dave, what time is it? And he goes, which? <laughs> like, he was never taught that the world was what? No, I went to the 18th century school. Like, Which was that mess up? But uh, yeah, I don't think has I anybody, said it. I think you're dead. Has anybody watched Taboo? Tom Hardy's thing? I've seen a bit of it. I need to watch it properly. It's so stylish. Is it? Yeah. yeah. You know what? I've you know what i seen some girl who's like, I want you inside me. And he's like, I'm tired of it. Yeah, he's like, look at me. You're not getting it. <laughs> Listen, bitch. I, does he speak with his Bronson voice? No, it's a weird out oh. voice, like. It has a sort of strange voice. Not a fucking stick up my ass kind of voice, you can't. No, no thing. it's strange. It's nothing like this, but it's strange. How's it going? The only thing you can hold over Tom Hardy is, is your cock. Is, no, <laughs> it's his, his unimpressive cock. Yeah. Oh, yeah? A small cock, yeah. Small dick. Ah, so let down all right. Small dick. Guys, I'm going to let you get up and leave right now. Okay. Um, okay. Walk up. This, the sheer mention of his cock. <laughs> And I probably got to haul one off in the car. So I'm going to try and get this in like Belfast Telegraph to call this and be like, get us walks out of yeah. Todd and Elliot's podcast. And then it's clickbait. It's just a link we to should have, podcast. We, we, we should have organised that Faked beforehand. Like, free right. one, yeah. You know? Yeah. We could do it now. I'll be like, do you have any oat milk? And you're like, no, who is that? And I'm like, cool guys. And then you're like, fuck up. Shout out to Oatly, who Dave sent an email to. Yeah. Oatly? Yeah, they, they have all the... Yeah. All right. Yeah. If like they, I call like Brian yeah. What's your email? It's but sent to their email address. Like, oh, just over the internet. Yeah, so you have to, you can't do it. I'm just storming out okay. right now. I tell you what, since I'm a good host, I'll show you. Ah, no, because no, then that leaves me. You just keep, you keep it, but you can do it every week. Or you okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to slag Dave off just because he's been in the door. But that stupid piece of shit. Walking about here in sweatpants that are far too tight, I can just see the outline of a small grey dick, which is weirdly like gaunt and fat at the same time. All right, mate. Come on, we need you back. What was very funny is no need to talk in the mic. What was very funny was my steps, like they go straight down, but they're on the like wee pebbles to mm -hmm. go on the grass, and then you can. Step but they're small pebbles, and they're small pebbles, or you could step into the driveway next door. Colin did like a wee ballerina stuff. Oh, yeah. And then just jumped onto the other thing. Like, dainty? Going on that very dainty. Is it the that I've seen Colin be? Okay. Um, you know what you should do? Slide up to where Colin was a bit. We can both talk okay, into this. Okay. All, all right, right. All right. right. You motherfucker. Um, you brig. Let's talk about what we watched. This week? Yeah. Well, this week, we watched The Perfect do you want Physique. Me kiss sure. We watched The Perfect Physique on Netflix. That's so wet. Why is that <laughs> wet? <laughs> I remember what my dad told me. <laughs> Which is if you're going to kiss boys, make it real moist. Lick your lips. <laughs> and then their lips. We watched uh, between their hips. a show called The Perfect Physique, right? Which was... Yeah. Which was essentially a show about like the top... I was making this my bicep, by the way, not David again. The top fitness models in the world. Yeah. 
and it's together in one house having a chat. But, but it's not. Like, it's kind of was it a reality show to an extent? Not really. It was because there was but, no like competition element. But they just put them in. Just I'm going to for see, a pee. You know how they. You have to. You have to review the person. How how they live their lives. Don't touch anything. I won't. Um, but that's basically Don't sag me off, what it's about. And you know, obviously Shane needs to pay attention to that show because he's trying to bulk up and get into a shape that's not that of a, an emaciated concentration camp veteran. I say veteran because his, his physique's like somebody that's been, you know, working in the concentration camp for a number of of months. You know, it, it's it's frail, it's small, it's bony. It's kind of like you know, you you break him with your own bare hands. So it was, you know, something I felt he should have paid more attention to. He, he spent a lot of his time, you know, on Facebook, you know, under, you know, a pseudonym account that he has that he goes on all the other comedians and squad and that makes negative comments and trolls him essentially. But um, he's just there back from the toilet there and he's feeling fresh and ready to go. So I was just talking about... For the sake the, of the uh, podcast, I didn't wash my hands. I was just talking about the perfect physique. And then he's just gone straight to the grapes. Yeah, but... Straight to grapes with dick fingers. Even though I'm a dirty man, my dick's yeah, clean. But do you still have bits of, like, smeg? Bits no, it's on your dick. I've had a shower yeah, about half yeah, an hour ago, and I didn't pee on my but own then dick. But touched your dick. I didn't pee on it, though. You know, but you put... You do germs on dicks. No. Why do you not suck dicks? Because they're dirty. Yeah. So... Uh, I'm not allowed anymore. Because I, I, I own grapes. grapes. Right. He can. So, no, we're talking about the perfect physique there. So, essentially what it is, it's featuring, like, the world's top fitness models. It is guys like Jeremy Buendia, who's the current Mr. Olympia Physique, the number two in that competition, Sadek Hadzovic, and then a guy who's just simply known as Mr. Abs, TJ Hogan. Oh, I liked him. He was my favourite one. Yeah, he, he had great abs on him. It's just... Then, it's our... Perfect TV. It's a bunch of real sweet, cute dudes it, it looked in like, a big house. It looked like Comfest 2016. Having a fireside you know, chat. Yeah. Yes, remember last week we were talked about, we're closer. Yeah. Comfest 2017 is closer to being a reality. But the main thing we were talking about on, on, the, on the perfect physique was Greg Plitt, who's a real famous... Uh, don't, don't laugh. A real famous fitness model. Right, Dave's told me a fact, not even during one of us quacked, no. that I do not think is true. Well, it's true. Present your fact. Greg Plitt, this fitness model, he's a motivational speaker, fitness model, athletic guy, and good looking guy, model. He kinda like these boys in this it reminds you of Zoolander, like they're very, you know, physique proud. And like if you remember in Zoolander when a load of the models died when they had a, yeah. wa- a water fight. The, the petrol, petrol pump station. Yeah. So they had a water fight at the petrol pump and just basically set off an explosion, kill everyone. Greg Plitt, a real life fitness model, he basically was recording a video to show that he could outrun a train. And essentially what happened was, you know, Greg can't outrun a train. He's stupid. And he, he got hit by a train and died. He did not expect the train to be going fast. No, he didn't. But, but Can I Google this? Yeah, you can Google it totally. But What's he called? Greg? Greg Plitt. Greg. Don't me to Google because you're on that thing. No, it's fine. Sure. Greg, Greg Plitt. Plitt. There you go. Uh, okay. I still at this point do not believe that he, that's how he died. Griff is a good Death. see from that photo. Read it out. Plitt was hit and killed by the southbound of a train while running between the rails. His death was recorded by a camera mounted in the cab of the engine. Mm-hmm. TMZ may have... Uh, uh, the police reportedly told TMZ that Plitt may have been trying to outrace the train when it approached for a video he was shooting. Oh. So, yeah, unfortunately, Greg... The video was for a self-produced energy drink commercial. 
Yeah. So essentially, don't buy that energy drink, whatever it was. It doesn't help you out on a train. It's sad. Oh. Greg's a good-looking guy, an inspirational guy, and it's a pity that he's such a stupid fuck, fucking idiot. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I run a train. R.I.P. Greg. This one's for Greg. Yeah. Uh, something else caught your eye this week. Um, a new Sky Arts program. Where yeah. Michael Jackson's a character. Yeah. Now, basically what this was, Sky Arts are running... <laughs> I'll do a quick fact that I was looking up that didn't quite make the quack, yes. but it's real. Michael Jackson, apparently... Major paedophile. Well, this is when is he was it? only a little, a little young man. Well, he, was so, he was still a paedophile then, but it was fine then, because it, it looked like he was yeah, just going to have a girl's own age. Let it go. But he's like, let it when go. I'm old, baby, I'm still going to like you. <laughs> oh, no, she gave me old too. No, but what, what had happened a, was uh, Quincy Jones was like, told him to stop squealing in between his things. So like he was singing between a song what? in the song. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's like, Quincy was like, Michael, stop that. So for banter, Michael did a mourn. That's how he started doing the hiccups and all. <laughs> Shaman to piss off Quincy Jones, yeah. Oh. So, but yeah, look what happened to Michael. He got us come up and so don't mug off Quincy or you're <laughs> dead, baby. But um, no, what did, what did the, 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 the series of uh, things in Sky Arts called Urban Myths, which right. is basically a TV show where they have stories, which I think it's, it's comedy. Right, it's, it's satire, but I think the stories kind of like the quacks are based on real facts. Right. So, um, this particular episode was supposed to show. It's, it sounds great in itself. A road trip where Michael Jackson's going on a road trip with Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor and Marlon Brando. Oh right? God, yeah. And it's just after nine eleven, so they're in the car and they're obviously discussing what happened in nine eleven. So obviously, this is where the lines blur a wee bit because who do they cast as Michael Jackson in this? Biopic. Uh, don't know. Just a young, young black actor. No, Joseph Fiennes. The Explorer. No, he's a That's son Ray of the Explorer, isn't he? No, no, it is. The Explorer's their dad. No, it's not. Ray Fiennes is is no, Joseph Fiennes' brother. Yeah, absolutely. That's their dad. No, it's not. Hundred percent. Right, look at him. And um, while Dave does that, I watched a, a thing, a little thing on BBC. It was a nature documentary, like like. But hold on, we've not finished talking about this yet. Go about Paris. Oh yeah, because like, so they've pulled it. That's the thing they've pulled it from. Uh, Sky won't Sky. show the program in the UK because Michael Jackson's daughter was like, "Hey, that's really fucking sly." Because if you look at it, it doesn't even look like Michael Jackson. It does. It, why has he got no nostrils? Yeah, fair enough. Type in Joseph Fine's dad. Um, Randolph Fine's. Yeah, that's, that's not his that dad. Is, we'll that. type dad after it. No, because you just go in here and you'll go to personal life. Family. Yeah, personal life. Just click on personal yeah. life then. No parents. Mark, Mark Fines. Oh, well, it's, it's Rafe Fines and Dad Ralph Fines. Come on, sorry. Uh, right, well, listen to this, right? When I watched the Michael Jackson documentary, This Is It, remember he got the, like, London uh, residency where he couldn't he couldn't move or whatever? Mm-hmm. And they were like, do you want to do a year's worth of gigs, mate? And he was like, yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll wait till you've proved this. Can you not just type in son? Can you not Shut type up. in Ronald Fine's son? I hate you. Personal life, click click on that. Click on that. Uh, yeah, that's not true. Where well, silly ogre? He told me that Rafe and Joseph Fines were his children, so he's obviously yeah. got dementia. Yeah, or he's trying to hide it. He's trying to cover it up. Stupid fucking bastard. My favourite Michael Jackson related thing is when he did that residency in the O2 and he said, yeah, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm fit to do a year's worth of gigs. Mm-hmm. And then, have you seen that film? This is it? Yeah. Right. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm totally fine. 
and Jacko's doing some like rehearsals, mm-hmm. and he's not he's, like his dancers are outstanding. Yeah, and they're doing the full choreography, and Jacko's moving like two mile an hour, mm-hmm. and he's like so slow. It's as if he's doing it <laughs> slow motion, and it says like the producers give Michael an ultimatum that if he doesn't rehearse properly tomorrow, they're going to pull the tour. Yeah. And this guy who Jacko, who's not been able to dance for like two months, the next morning comes out and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh the God. fastest dancer there. And they're like, the, the producers suspect Michael might have been given some drugs. And I go, because the quickest guy. He's like backflipping and all. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's the quickest dancer of all time. And then the next day, he's really old again. And, and they're like, Michael just said, he's saving his energy. <laughs> but, but see, if you're, if you're a casting director, yeah. And you cast what well, like Michael Jackson may be a black man. I think it was to get a headlines movie. But his his skin is not black. It was not yeah. black. It was definitely the color white. And he doesn't look like a black. So what would you do? Would you get a black actor to play Michael Jackson and white him on? No. So it's hard to it's it's a, don't be don't play Michael. But it's Jackson. a comedy as well, so it's yeah. a bit absurd. So yeah. I, I actually would. Everyone would want to see it. Now. Yeah. Do you want to hear a funny a true story about Michael Jackson? Yeah. My sister broke the news to me that Michael Jackson had died. Right. She was at his house the day he died. No, For sure real, wasn't. she was. She was in LA on holidays. She killed Jacko? No, no, she didn't kill Jacko, but she was on a on a bus tour of like the celebrity homes yeah. in, in LA. And she rang me, I was like, Michael Jackson's dead. I said, nah, he hasn't. And she goes, no, he has. Go put the news on. She said he's in my arms. So put the news on. She goes, I cracked his neck. I, I turned it. He's dead. But, um, Do you said to him? You know another one. Come on. Any last words, Michael? Come on. But, um, but yeah, so, so yeah, she said he's dead. Basically, there's police everywhere. Jack was dead. I couldn't believe it. I did what I want to do. Dropped on my knees. Jack would have liked that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, about half an hour later, and you start saying there's something wrong, with Michael Jackson. Oh, well, <laughs> I could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you mean there's something wrong with that man who used to be black and now he's white with no nose? <laughs> Is there something wrong? <laughs> there's something not quite right about. That's like Jack. when you listen to the news and like Cool FM or City Beat or the RQ or any stations, BBC, and they go. And they go, yeah, what's happening with the traffic there? And traffic correspondent at half five yeah. goes, ah, it's a wee bit busy around the West Link here. And you go, it's rush hour, mate. I know yeah, Of course it I is. I know this. You don't need to tell me that. <laughs> but yeah, so they're like, something's happened. It's big died. The king of pop. Yeah. So it wasn't just music he was the king of. Um, I watched a programme on BBC last night. It was like Planet Earth. It was a nature documentary. Sounds great. And they got cameras right in living with animals that you would never normally see. But listen. Slaters. They put an eye, like a camera, into the eye of the fake animal. Mm-hmm. And then it was accepted. All the animals accepted it. It looked the same. It had the same wee movements, but it was a wee robot. And you see the robot chimp, robot mm-hmm. monkey, um, spy monkey it's called. Mm-hmm. All the other monkeys, like they're so loving and cute mm-hmm. and all the mothers loved it. And then one of the mothers wanted to take, it just sat on a wee tree because mm-hmm. it wasn't real. And one of the like monkey mothers in India took, picked it up and went to run away with it, like, but just to play mm-hmm. with it. And Spy Monkey fell because Spy Monkey couldn't climb along because he's a wee Spy Monkey robot. And he fell like 20 feet mm-hmm. and he was just like fell in the heap because obviously he's a yeah. robot. And they all grieved for it. I thought he'd and, they, yeah, and I swear I cried for the wee Spy Monkey. <laughs> it's so sad. What would I get if I Google Spy Monkey? <laughs> You'll find a cartoon series I tried to get commissioned mm-hmm. in the 80s about a, a wee detective monkey. <laughs> 
Uh, How are you? Uh, definitely don't spell spy. S P I. I spelled it wrong. Spy monkey, BBC. No, it's one spy monkey. The complete deaths are seventy. Oh shit! Uh. I don't want to see people dying. Um. So yeah, do do. It was really interesting. Oh, there's a bunch of weird. Like, come on, people can't see okay, that. Maybe okay, I'm just looking. Super talk. Super weird. Um. Okay. I think you should do some more quacks, and then we're going to talk about the election. You're upset. You want to get some stuff off your chest. Yeah, I'm upset. Right. Okay. Okay, but before we do, let's get into some quacks. You've told me one in particular is outstanding. Have you done it yet? No. Okay. Okay. Here we go. WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks have today released a dossier which brings Donald Trump's claims that he funded his own electoral campaign into disrepute. According to WikiLeaks, Trump only stumped up forty percent of the costs himself, 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 with the further sixty percent being made up by a five-person consortium consisting of. Cat Williams, <laughs> Betty White, Rick Stein, Kid Rock, and former Scotland international rugby player Gregor Townsend. <laughs> but what's the best team you've ever been a part of? Um, best team I've ever been a part of. Probably the current Hollywood team I'm playing for. And why is it the best team? Because we're trying to get promotion and we're winning a lot of games and the atmosphere is really good. The environment's good. Okay, cool. I'm going to say my family unit because we're just like a oh, right, okay. big team. Yeah. Right, okay. <clears throat> Last quack of the day. <clears throat> Richard, hold on, hold on, wait, don't take a drink. Okay. <sighs> okay, go ahead. Richard O'Brien is famous for writing the Rocky Horror Show. Yeah. But what you may not know about the former Crystal Mia's host is that he is allegedly a prolific serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> O'Brien has often stated that he murdered people and buried their bodies in the Aztec zone of the Crystal Maze, whilst referring to himself as, and I quote, a sexy Fred West bastard. <laughs> O'Brien dared Scotland Yard to excavate the area and reveal the true extent of his actions. In an operation costing approximately 12 million pounds, <laughs> the area was excavated and no human remains were found. <laughs> O'Brien later revealed this to be an elaborate prank as part of his new <laughs> hidden camera show, O'Brien, You Bastard, <laughs> in which Richard goes around playing practical jokes on people with the aim of ruining their lives. <laughs> I'm going to be sick. <laughs> What's the best practical jokes that's ever been played in you? Uh, um, the best practical joke ever played on me. <laughs> What's the joke called again? <laughs> oh, Brian, you bastards. <laughs> um, um, don't know, I've been got, I've been got pretty good. Um, my mum and my brother put a fake cat in my bed once. Um, and then, yeah, I see you put a picture of Richard O'Brien up. <laughs> I love um, him. He's not from Right Side Fred. No, no. <laughs> um, this is the face he made. I didn't know he wrote Rocky Horror. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, well, there you go. Oh. Richard O'Brien. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I never knew that. Um, we're going to do the beer fifth. And, and do you know what? We're not going to do the beer. Okay, okay, you're getting distracted. Right, we're not going to do the beer fifty two sponsor because I don't know if they're our sponsor or not. Okay. A new guy started work there, and I emailed him to be like, "What's up, bro? Mm-hmm. Are you still on board with this podcast?" And he's not come back to me. So who do we want to be sponsored by? So in Carlsberg, no. Oatly, Oatly, which is oat-based milk alternatives. Mm-hmm. Um, it's delicious. We drink it on every podcast with our compulsory tea, and we'd like them to send us stuff. Yeah, we just do it for product. Yeah, product. And money. And money. Yeah, yeah, and t-shirts and camera and yeah. stuff. Um. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I don't. Have, I don't have any more quacks for you, unfortunately. Sorry, I really got. I just thought like the idea that they cost the. Taxpayer twelve million that cracked me up. Sorry, that was that, that was a great quack. Thanks. That was a great quack. Um, okay, we're gonna do the psychopath test now. Okay. Um, that, that actually segues on well from Richard O'Brien and his right and his banter. So this is um, some questions to find out whether you are a psychopath or not. So we're both gonna take right. this. Um. Okay, this quiz is designed to help you. Help give you some idea about whether or not you may or may not have psychopathic but you know, tendencies. But you know, I, I I have studied this and I know how to get around that. Hi. How to answer the questions. Hi. Because I've studied what people. But just be honest about it. Yeah. Okay. okay fine. Okay. I'll be honest. Um, most would describe me as charming and nonchalant. I can turn my charm on and off like a faucet. Is that not me? This describes me somewhat, or this is definitely me for you. What is that? Well, yeah, I, it's, it's definitely me. I would say I'm charming. That's definitely you? Yeah. But okay. it's also psychopath. Okay. Uh, we're just going to do your answers. I okay. would say it describes me somewhat because mm-hmm. I'm fairly consistent. Yeah. But then I was thinking about earlier, but you, sometimes you can be a wee bit mean to people without meaning to be. Why? Like just sometimes. Like say, for example, we'd be doing a gig or something. Yeah. And someone will come up to you, like another comedian that's maybe not your mate or something. Sometimes you just seem a bit... Are you joking? No, we bet you're just a bit quiet. I'm the total opposite. You don't, you don't know it. You just seem to be like someone could be chatting in here, but like, no, I'm not. If any comedian comes up and talks to me, well, and chats, I make a huge effort to like chat away. What gigs are you doing? And I always say, like, if you're looking for gigs, no, no, because I want to argue my point in this. I would say, if you're looking for gigs, whatever, send me a message and I'll send you a list of what gigs are, or I'll add you in any comedians. Well, there's people who. Well, right, okay. that. I, I, it's fine. It's That's fine. really pissed me off because I'm the opposite don't be of that. Pissed off, but you know, sometimes if, if, if you just about to go on stage, right, if you don't know you, yeah, you might think you're an asshole. It's my point. But I, before I got to know you, I thought you're bad at you. That was years ago. Yeah, but now I know you're one of my best friends and know that. But see, if you don't know you, you might be like, you, you know, you're not in the mood, but you look like you're right. in the mood. Number one, I have great attitude. Number two, just before I get on stage, mm-hmm. I get very, very, very well, nervous. That could be it. That's fine. So maybe one time someone was chatting to me before right, and my okay. head wasn't really in it because I was nervous. Okay. But I'd actually say I'm very supportive. Right, okay. Of comedians. That's fine. That's fine. Very supportive. Yeah, fine. Not supportive. Very supportive. Right, okay. That's fair enough. I agree with that. Okay, this is, that's just shown he is a psychopath. He's turned on that mood. That's straw. Question number two. I do what I want when I want. The moment the impulse strikes me, regardless of what others want. Do you know that used to 100% be me back in the day? Right. I used to be a real bad boy. If I wanted to do something, I didn't care how it affected people. If I thought it would be good banter or laugh, I'd do it. Not anymore. 
because I now care about how people feel. So not me so or not, someone? Not me anymore. Okay. If something goes wrong or turns out badly, it's not my fault. Not me. What the... It strikes me so much as that. But what do you say that a lot, mm -hmm. if you know what I mean? What no, because I always admit it's my fault if I've done something wrong. So not me. Not me. Not me. No. Uh, I would say it describes me somewhat. Sometimes if something goes wrong in a group situation, instead of like being part of the group, mm -hmm. I'll be individual and go, well, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I can be like a wee bit defensive at times. Um, really? I've gotten into legal... <laughs> fuck off, you piece of shit. I've gotten into legal or criminal trouble as an adult. No, I'm a good boy. Not me. No. I'm easily the best at what I do, bar none. Nobody could ever take my place. Definitely me. No one can Elliot like I can. But do you honestly think that? Well, yeah. Your talent is totally honest. Yeah, well, if I think that if I died, there would be a giant void in the world. Yeah, 100%. Number six, there would be a giant void in the ground. I do whatever I feel like doing, and I don't care what others think, or even if it's illegal. Not me. Again, they used to, you're yeah. saying it used to be you? Yeah. Okay, number seven, we're nearly done. Every person for themselves, I don't see the point in feeling sorry for other people and I have no desire to help others, which you think is something I'd probably say. Yeah. Even though it's I would say it me. describes me somewhat. Okay. Because I sometimes think people bleed on about stuff and just get all of it. Okay. I've gotten into legal or criminal trouble when I was a teenager. Nope, never. I was always just scaredy pants. I have no problem or concern lying in order to get what I want. I'm very truthful. My mum and dad. Not me or somewhat. Not, not, not me. me? No. Whenever I was little, my mum used to tell me my head went red when I told lies. So I go up to her and my <laughs> head go, I did this and she just always know. So I've just not been a liar. Number 10. Live in the moment is what I say. The future will take care of itself and learning from your past is pointless. A wee bit. Somewhat. Somewhat. Like sometimes looking, you know. Number 11. I never feel remorse, shame or guilt about something <laughs> I've said or done. I, I sometimes somewhat I think I'd be yeah. the same of course you're, you're going to sometimes but. Yeah. and the last one I don't see the point in taking on any responsibilities of any kind they just weigh you down no I'm very responsible I'm a great not me parent not me okay you ready for the yeah. scores dun 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 no psychopathy your answer is consistent with people who would not generally be considered a psychopath by research methods used to quickly screen for mm -hmm. psychopaths in the population. What I like mostly about this, look how it ends. Congratulations for not being a psychopath today. Well done, mate. <laughs> Cheers. Pat on the back. Um, I'm not giving you a pat on the back because you've, you've really disrespected oh, me. Shut up. And I have, you, from personal experience, uh -huh. I have sometimes when you didn't want to do stand-up, mm -hmm. Sometimes when you no, doubted yourself, you are every you're time very supportive you of me. Very supportive of me. I and other people that. Too. Yes, but if you don't know you, you there's a propensity to think you're a bit of an asshole, and you agree with that. True or false? If they don't know you, they're probably, like, I bet you people. Say I think you, if you don't know me, I but bet you, I would hope that I if bet you, you, you I bet you if people, if people have said to you a lot, you're actually more dead on than I thought. Yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah. you just give off that air of being standoffish without meaning to be. You know what I mean? So don't take it to heart and be so defensive. That's I put it across wrong. But that's what I mean. You come over, you know, to be hard to approach. But we talked about we're talking about that gag at the fly. Yeah. And anyone that comes up Well and we're like, Can I photo meet or whatever? Yeah. I chat away to people. Mm -hmm. I've never first of all I've never said no to that question. Mm -hmm. I chat away to everyone. But You um, weren't happy though? No, I wasn't. What what irked you? What, what about that gig? No, about that someone you were taking photos of me yeah fuck me off gig. yeah fair enough I'll take photos of you because you two are my mates 
But see if you want a photo of Colin Shane, don't just give me the phone. Like, there you go, take that. I was really Is it because the person didn't say, mate, would you be okay yeah, to take this? That's what fucked me off. I, I can't remember what happened. No, some guy just came over as I can't handed me and I should come, what the fuck do you want me to do? But didn't he like take My it slave? and then, then he, he said something like he, he mugged it off a wee bit when you had it, he was like, Make sure the flash on or something yeah, like that. But I think I did say you did, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck yourself. You know, you're lucky I'm even taking it. And I wasn't happy at all about it. And you know what? We'll address this point because I know the guy had asked the question. Michael Jardine that always listens to our podcast. Mm-hmm. I've beef for him this week as well. well Michael's Michael's yeah. asked a question this week. He's a regular listener. I don't think we have enough listeners that you can be slagging people off. I know what I'm Do you have beef for them? I don't even, I don't know anything about this. We did that gig. Yep. And he said like, great gig tonight. Didn't mention me or McCann in the great gig. Fair enough, you don't On like Twitter? Him. Yeah. But all I'm saying is... But he does like you, yeah, mean he's a big time listener. I'm not finished. So all I'm saying is, Michael... Maybe you, he'd have a few drinks. Shut up. I'm saying, Michael, you came, you come to gigs all the time, right? I mean this. All the time. How many times... You've seen sets over and over again. I try to put new material on. <laughs> try new things for you. Because you've seen all the old shit. I try to make it, you know, because I care about you as a fan. You mock me off. All I'm saying is, you know, never... If I see you again... I'm still, <laughs> and I'm going to... In fact... Tweet me the material I do that you dislike the most. I don't think he didn't yeah. like it, mate. I no. think it was maybe just later in the night. Maybe he was driving home. Yeah, you know what? He was you putting know, a wee Twitter up and driving. Maybe, maybe he was well, having a drink. Because he might die and I would be very upset if something were to happen to him because we'd lose a listener. But also, don't just die. Just being a bit aggressive to And also, you know what? Ooh. You know, just, just saying, Ooh. on that note, All right. maybe if you and me had have done an extra 25 minutes. Yeah, we've, we've established that. People around You know, maybe, okay. yeah. It's okay. If you listen to this, Kieran, just I don't mean to be single and not you. Mickey and Poe can also get fucked, but so is Kieran. Because I feel like sometimes being a bit mean on Kieran. Can we move on now? Yeah. But you Michael, I want you to send me an apology on Twitter and say, <laughs> oh, offer me the, the olive branch. Yeah. And then I'll take it. Okay. Uh, while you have this uh, anger in you, let's talk about the election. Fuck off. No. So I missed a lot of stuff today in, new, in the news. And you told me that there's going to be an election in Northern yeah. Ireland. Mm-hmm. We have, yep. a very, we have a very complicated government. You know what? I'm just going to come and say this because I don't want to dwell on it. I don't want to talk about politics. Who okay. gives a fuck, right? This country has been... It's going to be an election and the same stupid fucking bigoted idiots are going to vote for the same stupid fucking bigoted idiots again. It's true. So what we're going to do, it's going to cost us the fucking tax. It's us that pays the bills. You know, we're paying the tax. I don't pay tax. We're, you well, get them. You know, but what annoys me is you're going to have people going, "Oh, you vote for what the fuck is DUP got for anyone? Get them out." You know what I mean? And well, and Sinn Féin are a pack of bastards too. Get them out. They don't work together. They're bigots. They're hateful. I use the c word. I don't mean that. See what you see what you make me do, Michael. So but, I so I would say, what's the solution? Solution. What's the alternative is there needs to be a party that doesn't care as much about the past. Yeah, we've had troubles. Fair enough. Move. We live in the here and now, so don't be going. Oh, we want the United Ireland. We want to say part of Britain. Then the day with hospitals, we've got yeah housing issues. Yeah. We've got issues. We're living in a country that exists. Northern Ireland is a country that you're in there to govern. Govern it. Stop spunking four hundred ninety million and stupid fucking Presbyterian. So bastards. we would like to use this as an opportunity to go public with the launch of the CBIR. Which is the convoys in residence? <laughs> We're a new party, and we believe in just being calm and being. No, I just, I just think you know what, and every 
politician is a thief. Not everyone. Ninety percent of them are thieves. I'll, I'll give you that. Thieves, but there's liars. good politicians. Too. Yeah, there are good people who are politicians. But they need to come forward. And I think, but there's, there's no, a lot of there's but no the, party. I want good politics. Why? What happens if good politicians run as independents? They, they won't get voted in because people are still stuck in their tribal. Uh, mindset of just voting for he's a prod vote for him because it was that NI21 party which was a great idea in principle yeah. and then turned out to be ran by people who weren't fit to run yeah. a party but that's that's the problem and I'm the, I'm not going to vote because there's no one I can vote for at the minute but like on paper the alliance party is what you want because it is party for everyone mm-hmm. and all this but then then they there's something there um, where I'm like why why do I why can I not just naturally vote for them yeah. No, the Green Party, great idea. No, I, I'm against the Green Party. You're against, yeah. you're against the Green Party? Yeah, I'm against the Green Party. Why? Because I did a gig at Queen's and a lot of oh, Green Party no. activists came for me, judged me as a person, and I was going to vote Green, but because of their just oh, anti What about people before profit? That's a real good idea. That's, like, that party is a great idea. People seem to really you know like what? that. Yeah, I, I think it's good and it's changed the status quo, but all my life I've been told, go to school, work hard, Get a job so you can get the best you can achieve. You know, people before profits, kind of like the socialist, uh, communist idea that it's going to be an even distribution of wealth. So I don't know away, enough about it. It takes away the whole idea that you should that you should you know work hard for money. Because basically, what happens obviously if you're doing like taking communism for example, uh, wealth is distributed equally. So you could sit in your ass all day, watch yeah. TV, do nothing, and get paid as much as somebody that goes and works very hard. For to be fair, that is exactly what I do. You know, and, and see, if it was me, I would do the same. See, if I was like, oh, there's a doctor out there earning the same, whereas if I stay at home, I go stay at home. Mm. You know, I just think you should, if you're, you're instilled in you to work hard to achieve money to pay, you should do that. And I think also our benefit system needs overhauled at the minute. There's, it's, pay, it's currently paying people to not work, you know, and that's a problem. You need to incentivize people to go to work and be able to, like single mothers. I, I helped a single mother when I was working in housing benefit for a while. And I helped a single mother get a, like, get into work, you know, work part-time, blah, blah, blah. She went in, got a 16-hour contract, and she's like, I'm worse off than I was when I wasn't working. Why did you do that to her? Because she should be encouraged to work. Like, at the time, her benefits changed after that. But my point is, you know, until people are motivated to work you're all it's, it's a no-brainer okay okay so so, so, oh, why did, so <clears throat> someone goes someone goes right dave there's a political loophole here we mm. want to install you as first minister mm. just for a year I want you to sort it out mm. right and i'm your assistant so i have yeah. some questions ask you i go okay dave got you in um let's talk wardrobe mm. what would you like to wear as first minister because first minister always just wears his suit normally yeah. so i presume that's what you want to keep wearing no I'm you don't want robes or you just no. want to, you just keep it suit. No, I wear a robe. If you can get you me want robes, robe. yeah, like what color of robe? Do you just want a white scarlet. robe? Scarlet robe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Diamante. Do you want Trim. to accessorize that with anything? Boa. A boa. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've got you a boa. Um, Steve Nice, who uh, photoshops <laughs> pictures for this podcast. Please see where we're going with this. Um, what you you won't wear? You just want to wear straight brogues. Uh, no, I want to wear r- ruby slippers. Like uh, would you like a bell on the end of those? Like Dorothy from no, no bell, no, just, just ruby, ruby slippers. slippers. Like Dorothy from Wizard okay. of Oz. Facially, um, goatee. You just want to, your goatee. You mm. want to trim that down your goatee. Yep. And hair, you just keeping the shaved looker. Long bleached hair, <laughs> bleached like Hulk Hogan's bald. Okay. Okay. Anyway. But I'll wear I'll, I'll wear like a. A crown, but it'll be like a yarmulke. Okay, yeah, yeah. Type hat to cover my ball patch. Would you like? Well, we could get you. Probably won't be interested in. 
would you like a little harem of boys who just follow you about? Only if they're like Indian street children. Mm, that's a bit controversial. I don't think we can get that. But that's what I want as leader of the country. Okay, okay. Okay, we can get you that. Yeah, um, you. Do oof, we have like a Volvo sort of car? Do you want to keep that or do you want to? I want I want like a sleigh. Except you want a sleigh. Yeah. Do you want the you want the Indian street children to pull up? That's very no, no. They great. they walk either side of my sleigh and they celebrate. They're like hype. Are men. they hooked up almost? You sort of yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm not bringing them over as slaves. Like ah, right, coming fair over. Enough, fair enough. I'm giving them a better life. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Um. Then let's just talk policies for a second. Mm-hmm. Um. Presumably, it'll be the normal thing. You want to be tough on crime. Uh, you want to sort of get rid of the Protestant Catholic thing. You want to be mm. fair for all and respect everyone's beliefs. Is that it? Is that um, that's everything we covered there? Yeah, I just think that we need to have a government that deals with the here and now, and not like don't be pumping money into or music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, you pump music, but don't be like see us whole. We need to give money to orange halls. We need to give money to or flute bands we need to give money to Irish language why don't you, you give to buy well, why don't you give money to the to the uh, stand up why don't we not get money to <laughs> give, if you're giving money to do you think the new first minister is going to yeah. come in listen to the comedy squad yeah, okay. <laughs> we're about to hear you no my point is they, they just give it the sectarian sorry. divisive sorry, I'm, things I'm your system I'm not finished um, yeah. did you want give money to, to hospitals and give money to the homeless. We're going to have a bit money like, to hide. Okay, a bit like Donald Trump. We're going to have an inauguration ceremony mm. for you. Um, Acon. No, it's just going to say we could just get Brian Kennedy to perform at that. Fuck Brian Kennedy. I want Acon. You want Acon? Yes. Um, would you want Right Said Fred in there? We could get them. Yep. Okay. Right Said Fred. Okay. I want Marlon to Marlon. MC. Yep. Can get, can get Marlon in at a good rate. Okay. Um, boy, that's pretty DJ much said, boy George even? DJ like, said yeah we can get that do you want to bring any new laws or rules because we, we have pretty much open book on that you're like three three rules and this is totally like up to yourself real real like I could bring in boring real you could do policies. but I don't think people want no, that okay um, we want new change you know you're wearing clogs and a robe like, I'm not wearing clogs oh, sorry, I'm yeah. ruby slippers yeah you're ruby slippers and a robe right okay if you're a guy Mm-hmm. And you're above an eight, an eight out of ten or above. Yes. Oh, looks wise. Yeah. Yeah. Not allowed to wear a shirt. Okay. Right. That's okay. in. Yeah. And if it's a cold day. Yeah. One of my Indian boys will <laughs> follow the hot guy <laughs> yeah. with a heater and just keep him his body warm. That seems and, fair. Yeah. And that's one rule. Okay. Um, another rule would be you have to like instead of like a national anthem. Yeah. We're gonna play like a, a different. We'll have a the nice. West. No, we'll have a nice. Life is peaceful. Eighties electro pop song, probably. Probably the London Boys. Uh, yeah. I'd say the London Boys Requiem would be the national okay. anthem. A lot um, of changes there. And my final law would be. Um, If you're involved in any marches, whether it be of an orange persuasion or of a green persuasion, yep. um, you have to wear leather dominatrix outfits to march. <laughs> That's my Some of them boys would love it. Yeah. Okay, thanks for that. Okay, it's time for listeners' questions. Uh, let's do it. Let's go on Snapchat first. 
Uh, okay, yeah. first one comes from Andrew Ballantyne. Some of these might just be actual snaps. People have sent right. me totally unrelated to this. What do you think of Thompson's, presumably the nightclub, or uh, or the tea bags? I like tea, tea bags, bags, yes. Uh, the nightclub, I've only been so. to once years ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't really remember. I haven't been in a long time. You? No, I'm 30, I can't go to nightclubs anymore. I bet you've been to Thompson's recently, currently. I haven't. Okay. I've been to any nightclub recently. Dean Carroll. What has to happen for 2017 to be weirder than 2016? Oh, the new first minister policies. to come in in a scarlet robe. <laughs> yeah, implemented, essentially. Pete Giffen, what's your opinion on men showing their feminine side and acting stereotypically camp like you two do in Boy Town? Well, excuse me, mister! <laughs> what uh, way do you work that? What's your opinion on men showing their feminine side and acting? Yeah, it's not stereotypically camp, though. No. I think you just be what you yeah. want to be. Be how, how I think you want to be. We're just happy, happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 be happy. Be happy. Oh, shit, there's your girlfriend sent one, but Con- it's like a video. Connor McCabry says, What are your expectations for Rory McElroy uh, in life? Or, well, this today, this was sent. Uh, I think he'll just be, he'll win no losers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he'll just keep being brilliant to golf. Um, Successful. Philippe Flop says, Oh, that's totally unrelated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Aaron Forbes. Okay, that's not related to the podcast. 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 Listening to Boytown in the Meadows. Good luck with the fringe entry. We'll be there. Oh, that comes from Barump Pump Pump. Um, who sent us a wee snap from Edinburgh. That's nice. Um, yeah, please do come to your shows. We'll be banging on about it. The yeah. applications went in last week. Um, what are you looking up? I'm going to go on to Twitter because I can put questions too. Okay, you do so yours. I'll look at that too. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to pl- I've got loads of Belfast shows, not loads, but a few that I'm going to plug um, in a wee minute here uh, for local listeners. Fiona McClellan says, Alanis Morissette song, Ironic. What's your favourite line? Um, a death row pardon a few minutes too late because it just means somebody gets killed <laughs> it's like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife that'd be, that'd be f- too, so frustrating that's my favourite yeah Michael Jardine oh, Dave's friend says stuck in a desert island with three people who are they you know what I'm going to say Hems, Michael Jardine is one no because we're friends again now okay. I'm going to say um, probably Rihanna and lastly Boy George yeah yeah I'd have a great time that would be a great trip yeah um, let me just provide Jardine doesn't pull Rihanna and that'll be real crumpy okay here's the resume there's other ones if I've missed we'll try and get them in next mm. week Al Lindsay what song is Frampton walking out to in Vegas on the 28th that's because I did that song yeah. did you see me my yeah. video do you like it it's yeah it was good funny um, I don't think I don't think I'm going to sing them into the ring mm-hmm. uh, but cheers up Craig says Dempsey's or Bob Cratchit's Dempsey's I don't know Bob, is Bob Cratchit's Bob it used to be like you know where like Helm the Russell Court is now. Yeah, yeah. It used to be up there. People got stabbed and stuff there. Never been either of those two. No, we're too young for that. But today, Dempsey's Michael Jardine again. He mugged you off twice. He says, "Let's settle this beef between me and Dave." Also, did let's settle this beef between me and Dave. How did the how did he send that a day ago? Hold on. Also, let's settle this beef between me and Dave. Okay, I accept that. But hold on. Oh, did you did you get back to did you tweet him back or anything? Yeah, we had a wee bit of a twirl. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. okay. Okay, also, but he's, he's that, there's mm-hmm. the olive. Okay, you take but it? I want them to just say olive branch question mark, though, once okay. you listen to this, and then that's... Also, good. did Bush do 9-11, and which celebs are going to die this year? No, um, he didn't. I want to I wanna do Bin some Laden travel to America it. this year, so I don't want to Bin Laden did it. Um, and, and which celebrities are going to die this year? I don't want to think Superfly Jimmy Snooker. 
Yeah, yeah, did I today? Oh shit, we're supposed to pretend. Oh okay. Lucy Mercer says, "Are you ever going to do a live podcast recording one day? If there's yes. a demand for it, yeah, yeah, we are going. We are going to tweet us if you'd go to that. People mm-hmm. in general, and then if there's enough, then we'll definitely do it in Belfast." Um, Owen Rooney says, "What's happening?" And let's see the best to last. Connor Fay says, "Favorite flavor of Doritos? Ranked best to worst? Orange, let's just give her favorite. No, I like that." Cool original for me. I like that, babe. Cool original for me. Uh, oh, here's more. Jonathan Harden says, what's your favourite podcast? Jonathan Harden. <laughs> he says, uh, he was in that LL, uh, LL programme with me. That's all I can see what it looks like. Do I recognise him? It's cute. Yeah, cool. Um, what's my favourite podcast? Uh, ours is the Tiger same. Belly. Tiger Belly, yeah. Bobby Lee's podcast. We'll go back to him on open those, eh? No, you can do that after. No, uh, okay, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> you got all you need for that? Yeah. Wank bank! Um... Think oh yeah okay, uh, Chris Armstrong says if you're traveling and doing stand up first striker no right. if you're traveling and doing stand up will you shoot another doc the LA one was incredible absolute laugh thanks a million for that yeah. mate uh, appreciate that yeah um, I will I have plans to do that plus we we're talking about doing branded mm-hmm. content for yeah. a we adventure type we thing. hopefully we'll news on next week yeah fingers crossed uh, Martin Mulseed are you signing for also rugby next season? Um, Why don't you just tell me you're not a real you're not a rugby player? I don't know. Rugby in your Martin, life? I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. Come on, he's old enough to know better, that guy. Um, I don't know. I'm keeping myself as a free agent in the rugby scene. Uh, do you have some questions, mate? Do you read my questions at the very start? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Are you sure? Yeah. It's that girl by Lannis said She, yeah. Ah, right, okay, okay. So we got it. Um, let me plug... Um, I give you something to plug <laughs> but every week I don't have the exact dates but I do know Queen's Comedy Club's on the 1st of March Queen's University in Bar Sub come and see that I'm no, headlining don't, absolutely that absolutely don't um, don't go to that one don't say that yeah do it on don't go to Queen's you're stupid boycott Queen's Comedy Club don't go don't to be it. a stupid idiot nah fuck don't be a stupid idiot don't care um, 1st of March come and see me I'm headlining Queen's Comedy Club I don't, I don't endorse that statement um, I'm in the Ergo Comedy Club Neil Dugan's club uh, go to see that Elon. that's a great gig yes me you and Mickey Bartlett what date's that it's 24th of February 24th of February come see that uh, also St Paddy's Day me uh, the link should be out tickets should be out for this Museum of Comedy right in the centre of London me and Colin Geddes are doing uh, a joint bill stand up show Tickets are, I think, 12 quid. Um, it's a brilliant wee venue right in the middle of London, so come and see it. Um, who knows, we might do two shows um, if the first one sells out quick enough, uh, or if it sells out at all. Um, do you have any gigs coming up? Nope, I don't even I'm done. He's done with Dave. Quit Dave's quite stand-up. Stand Dave's quite stand-up. Will you keep doing the podcast? I don't know. Don't worry I don't know. I've enjoyed it tonight. I'm in a bad mood tonight, so I'll listen to it back, and maybe I'll do it again. Maybe I won't. Well, if you're in a bad mood doing it, you're not giving your all. You're not just letting down me. You're letting down the listeners, of which we actually have a lot more than we ever thought would. Yeah, what else? I just don't feel loved anymore today, that's all. You, what will you, it take? You made me talk sucky, about sucky. things. You made me talk about things, but me a bad mood. Listen. I don't want to talk about it. Listen. But. See all the election stuff? Yeah. It's going to be all right. No, it's not. It's going to be all right. Our government's the worst. Queen's is the second worst. It's going to be all right. Do you think I hate um, government Queen's? And listen. You're, you're a good stand-up. No, I am. But people need to show me that more. Well, look, I've, I'm hugging you, aren't I? I know. But, just, but you're brilliant. Thank you. Aren't you? Yes, I am. What are you? I'm very hilarious. And who's a wee star? 
I am a wee star. <laughs> and who's the brightest star? Is that you? I'm the brightest star in the galaxy. And are you well behaved? No, I'm a bad boy today. Probably <laughs> next week. <laughs> do you want me to put pseudo cream in your wee bum? Yes. Okay. I'll do this, thank you. Right, okay. Don't, don't, don't hit stop. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. We're back next week as bloody purr. Come and see us live. And um, Dave, mm-hmm. your Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. You know Insta. what? I want to put a big appeal out there. I want more like some of Facebook comedy page. Okay. I promise that. I'm going to put more content on. Uh, I'm going to put videos out. Are I'm you? Gonna, yes, I am going to put new comedy sketches. What's your Facebook? It's Dave Elliott Comedian. I'm okay. Sure. What's your Insta? The the Dave Elliott. What's your Snapchat? I don't like Snapchat anymore. What's your Twitter? The Dave Elliott again. Okay. Check nice. Dave out. Yeah. Let's get his likes up. Yeah. I'm uh, Twitter at Shane Todd. Instagram Shane Todd Comedy. Snapchat Shane S Todd. Facebook Shane Todd Comedy. Um, we sh- should we get a Boytown page going? I don't know. If we yeah, I think we should. Because okay. then that means we can just put everything on it. Okay. The video version of this uh, comes out the day after, so it's on Friday on my YouTube channel, Shane Todd. You'll find it there. Um, but, oh, please do this. Um, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And if you can, like, rate it and put a wee comment if you enjoy it. Uh-huh. Um, if you don't, don't bother. Because we're heading towards that iTunes chart, baby. Aren't we full steam ahead? That's a goal for us. Um, and that really helps it. So please do that and tell your mates if you enjoy it. And they might listen to it and like it. Um, is that everything? That's it for tonight. Okay. Good job. Cheers. See you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye. Can't get enough eye-popping, jaw-dropping, heart-stopping reality TV. Yeah! Then head to Hey You, home of reality on demand. Stream and download the latest episodes from shows like Keeping Up With The Kardashians and The Real Housewives, same day as the US. It's like a dream come true. Or binge old faves like The Simple Life and The Hills. That's hard. Hey You, reality on demand. Get the app to start your 30-day free trial and let the binge sesh begin.